Welcome, boys and girls, to Less Than or Sequel to. I need to back off the mic, because <laughs> I might have just blown your eardrums out. Uh, this is Less Than or Sequel to, the podcast about sequels. and uh, Special edition. Special edition. This is actually not Less Than or Sequel to. Free boot! <laughs> this is a special episode of Reboots on the Ground. <laughs> And today we're doing Reboot Cop. Uh, excuse- Putting a reboot up your ass. Robocop. The, re- the 2014 the reboot. reboot the Reboot Cop. Um, with me are my co-hosts as usual. We have uh, the tall Christopher Brewer. Hi there. And the sexy James Kane. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, James, you had not seen the original Robocop before watching this, right? That is correct. Okay. Chris, I know that you and I... RoboCop is is up there similar to Ghostbusters. I've seen RoboCop you know dozens of times, like the high the high number of dozens. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it quite a few times. Yeah. Like I to the point where there I can I can almost play the movie over my head like if <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting and being bored somewhere. I do that on long on long drives. <laughs> several dozens. Um it's probably more than 36 times I've yeah. seen it. So um James, what did you uh well <laughs> Uh, first off, I think we'll just uh, go over a little bit of of James's impression of the first RoboCop because sure. I'm really interested in it, and then we can get into the to the reboot cop. Um, I thought it was phenomenal. Good. <laughs> I I really like the first one, um, and uh, I didn't go in with low expectations, but I went in with you know it was made. It's it's an eighties movie. It's mainly eighties, so um, even just aesthetically, some of the like the film and. The film grain oh. and uh, and the effects and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, might not be great. Um, for the most part, it held up pretty well. The ED two hundred nines are pretty wonky looking when it um, when it yeah. tips over and sounds like a, like a pig and it goes yeah Wee! yeah that was kind of disconcerting. Like why? <laughs> like somebody had to upload an audio file into this thing to play when it's on its side. Wee! Yeah. Um, it's, it's, but Ned overall... ba- it's Ned Beatty. He load him up and so he squeal <laughs> like a pig. Yeah, overall it was really good. Um, and I mean, the story held up, um, and it was something I've, which I've read about it before. It's a, it's a very parallel movie. Um, there's a lot of scenes and things that happen in the first half that get mirrored in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just from like kind of a storytelling perspective and how it's laid out and, and what, you know, what beats are hit when, um, it works very well. It's, it's very well made. Um, then you also get into the context and the satire and stuff. It's because I would argue it's I, not a sci-fi. So maybe movie. it's not phenomenal, but it's I mean because it's still a movie called RoboCop, but it's better than well, it, that's it's part better of than the it satire. needs to be. Yeah, because yeah. um, it's great. It's a great movie. Paul Verhoeven is the guy who made that was his first like real major American yeah. film. Now, did you watch the director's cut or the original cut? Um, I think the original. I just watched. It just says RoboCop. It's on Netflix. Yeah, um, but, I'm not. I'm not sure which one that is. I think it's the, just the regular, the one that I'm probably more familiar with, the one that I had on like DVD and, and VHS yeah. and stuff. Well, it it got switched at some point pretty early on. The one that they would release, um, like the original one, like when that guy gets blasted at the yeah. board meeting. Yeah. yeah, like the original one is very graphic. And he just like explodes. That's into the chunks. one. I, that's the yeah. one I've seen. Then yeah. that's, that's the, the director's one. cut one. The original theatrical cut, they like cut away and showed a reaction shot. So oh. it made the movie like much. Then I've I've always seen, yeah, yeah. I've always seen that one. Then the one yeah, that has um, the uber violence. Yeah, that's the that's the 
that's the one that feels like satire when you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Originally, the theatrical cut was they would cut away at a lot of the violence, and it would make it seem like way worse than it really was. Oh no, you see a lot of the violence in this. Yeah, one. yeah. So that that's like the the yeah. first director's cut. Because I actually started to take notes on it before I realized like I didn't need to critique it. Like we could, I could just sit and enjoy. You're it. just watching it for context. So yeah. So like I, you know, my my Robocop one notes. Um, I'll just go through them really quick. Uh, police babe, better with helmet on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, um, but Lewis. that was a, but that was actually a choice by the director to make her kind of gender neutral. Um, so she like, they say like, it doesn't matter, you know, police man, police woman, it doesn't matter. They're serving, you know, they're trying to serve the law. Right. So until she takes her helmet off, it doesn't, you know, it shouldn't matter. He tried to do the same thing in uh, Starship Troopers too, yeah. where they yep. had like the unisex, like, showers and stuff like that nice um, it, it was a it yeah. was an epic failure and, as yeah. far as the audience goes but yeah. and lewis too isn't lewis um the woman who plays lewis she's i know she's the mean girl in carrie the one who dumps the pig blood on her oh really i think mm. she's the blonde um lady in stripes oh huh. so she's like and i because i uh growing up and she has the, the short cut and i never recognized her, i was like she's only been lewis that's all she's ever yeah. done huh. does she even have a first name <laughs> She's just Lewis, right? That's yeah, right. It's she's Lewis, called by Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. And then they're, they're trying to <laughs> make Louis her Lewis. like... It's like, yeah, it's L-O-U-I-S, L-E-W-I-S. That's her name. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, continue. And future Detroitopia looks better than real Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Claymation bot, ED-209. And at one point, I forget, he must be arresting someone. They throw a gun down. I just wrote, don't throw guns. Like, that's really bad for him. <laughs> well, because he says... <laughs> Drop your weapon. Yeah, and then he throws yeah. the gun away, and then he's like, you have 10 seconds, you can block. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, yeah, after the ED-209 wastes that dude in the board meeting, <laughs> call a paramedic, like, what the fuck is yeah. the paramedic <laughs> that's, going to do? Well, that's, and that's probably... Scrape him up. Like, I, yeah. feel, I feel like that, because Verhoeven's other movies, like, he did Total Recall. Yeah. He did Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one I know I'm forgetting that's another, like, major one that, that everyone's um, seen. You probably just said it, and I wasn't listening. Yeah, Starship Troopers. No, Total the, Recall. Uh, Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Showgirls. Showgirls. Yep. Yeah. No, because he's because he makes these movies that on, on the top they they look like it's schlocky or it looks right. kind of it looks mm-hmm. like it's it's they're like, like Robo- exploitation films, but they they have like a satirical undertone. Well, because RoboCop on one level he purposefully makes him a robot Jesus. He when he goes to to stab Clarence Boddicker at the end, he walks mm. across water. Yeah. yeah. Like it's obvious he he dies he's crucified when they blast him with all he the shotguns. He comes back for our sins. He comes back and then he's like he's just performing miracles in Detroit. He shoots <laughs> yeah. he's shooting guys in the dick. He shoots rapists in the dick. Yep, um, just like Jesus did. Just like Jesus so, did. Just like so. Jesus gave the blind back their sight. Jesus takes rapist or Robo Jesus <laughs> takes rapist dicks away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So he's just he's walking around just making things right. Um, it says a lot about eighties culture too. There's mm-hmm. all the like the commercials and the uh, the cutaway like the news scenes mm-hmm. are hilarious where they're talking about like stuff in South America and then yep. um, that stuff still I mean um, still holds up yeah it's still it's yeah. still and like the uh, it's the, not the quite fake, the fake yeah the advertisement the car too, like the um the car and the uh, the nuclear war yeah, game global, the thermal which nuclear is, war yeah which is basically just battleship mm-hmm. which is also like you don't think of it as a kid like that's a terrible game to play. <laughs> like. It's almost better. The stuff in that movie is almost better now because at the time it would have been like a lot more on the nose. Yeah. Well, and that's it's still Cold War yeah. time, and you know, like yeah. we could get nuked by the Russians. Well, and that makes it like, um, like Kevin was saying, it's not really. He doesn't think it's really sci-fi. That's what makes it great sci-fi is that mm-hmm. it says something about about culture, and and it 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 is satirical a little bit. I mean, 
I'm not saying it's like this, but you know, any of Brad like Ray Bradbury's works, like Fahrenheit and stuff, it's sci-fi, but it's it has an aim and it mm-hmm. and it has a real so he actually comes out with Robocop and he has something to say about yeah. society. Yeah. Um But this movie doesn't. This movie has no. nothing to say about anything. This no. movie yeah, I'm really I'm torn with this because I did I did not hate this movie. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was poorly made. No, I I thought it was okay. No I, subtext. Nope. Whatsoever. Well, and, well and it does, it does, but it just doesn't flush it out. We'll drones, get into it. not great. Yeah, yeah drones. Guess, drones. Uh, drones are are bad, but they could be good. Which yeah. is it's sort of sort of like drones, but not really, because I mean, drones are still piloted by well, humans. Well, we we start this. We start off the reboot cop um, with the Novak element, which because it's kind of like this movie's version of the the news reports. Right. You yeah. keep coming in with Samuel Jackson, who's basically Black Bill O'Reilly with a James Brown haircut. Yeah, he has yeah. a conk. He does have a he does have a a straight conk going yeah. on, and uh, go and Google that if you don't know what that hairstyle is. If for our younger listeners, you know all it's, of you children yeah. who are li- li- boys and girls, they would basically like, apply lye to their hair, yeah, and to make it wavy like a white yeah. man's hair. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's, it's sort bad. of like a, it's, I mean, it's 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 like a chemically induced carved out pompadour type thing. Yeah, it's, it makes yeah. your hair look like like re. I mean, if you really want to know about it, Google it with and Google Malcolm X along with it because he oh. used to wear them as a younger man. He rocked them. His hard. autobiography where he talks about getting them is really amazing. It's in. It's also in uh, in the movie too because oh. he's he's rocking it in Malcolm X. Oh, he does. I yeah. haven't seen the movie. I read. I read the. He rocks it earlier when he's into drugs and stuff, yeah. and then the other, um, is uh, you know the, is nation of Islam is like, no, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, that's the whole point. That's and that's all about Malcolm X. That's all you need to know. Um, so it has a parallel beginning. It's all about the, his hairstyles. The original, the reboot kind of par- tries to parallel the original with yep. a media opening. Yep. Um, we, uh, are introduced to Jackie Earl Haley, who I would argue is the, probably the best actor in this in terms of, it, I don't think he's the best actor. Well, I don't he think he's the best performance in it. He or? does get, I think he does give the best perform. He's the uh. most natural in his role. I thought. Yeah. Like Michael Keaton's in it and he looks bored. Yeah. I don't know. I, st- I think and Gary Oldman a- is the. Is the breakout in this one? Uh, I mean, yeah. he's. I mean, Gary Oldman shows up and he's he's like gives a good performance, but I mean, like in the same year where Michael Keaton does this and Birdman, it's like he's obviously just not enthused to be there because he was. Um, they had other people, I think, that they had wa- that they wanted, and I'm going to look that up because I do have it. Um, that they wanted to have play that part, the the Dick Jones. He's kind of like the Dick Jones and mm-hmm. the the. Uh, Old man from Halloween Three, who's Dick Jones' <laughs> boss. Um, there were other people who He's were supposed evil to play Steve that. Steve Jobs. He is evil Steve Jobs. Hugh Laurie was supposed to be that, and He's then great. And then uh, he decided to. T- he just turned it down. Mm-hmm. Then Clive Owen was in the running, and then they just went with Michael Keaton. Oh, that's weird. Because he probably was like, "I'm not doing anything, and you're shooting down the street from my yeah. house." So, so I guess I'll Keith do it. shows up, and he's like, "I still have that sexy Batman dad physique." <laughs> he's got dad strength on his yeah. side. Um, but uh, he's he's uh, Batman is the is the is bad is bad man. <laughs> oh. He's he's like a he's like Steve Jobs. He's not even bad at this point. He's just mm-hmm. kind of like he's he runs his company. He's he's ruthless businessman. Not, even, not even that ruthless. He's just like he wants. He's like a regular businessman. I don't know. He's got that vibe. Well, he I does didn't, keep I trying didn't get to that manipulate vibe. stuff to get um, like contract or like to get drones into. 
American police. Yeah. Yeah. He's so he's, he is trying to get like do that, but he's not overtly. He's not being evil. No, yet. no, he's yeah. not evil yet. He's like he's just kind I don't of self, know if he's self-serving. I think even point. up until the very end, I don't think he's really. We'll get into. Evil. The, well, and we, I've got plenty to say about the very end of this movie, so we'll, we'll okay. get there eventually. But he's the whole thing is that there is something called the Dreyfus Act, and it just makes me think of Richard Dreyfus or the Dreyfus Affair. Guys, uh, look that I'm up too. Julia Louise. But... <laughs> Um, they, uh, it's basically saying that, you know, there's no, you can't use drone, uh, because in this world, it's like the near future, but there are drones that are like, it's like cyborgs. They're men. Yeah. They're like human. I forget what it says Humanoid at the beginning. Things. It's 10 or 14 years. In, it's like 10 to 15 years in the future. Yeah, I think so. Which is just sad, but it's kind of honest that in, in 15 years, we're still going to be having trouble with Iran. <laughs> well, we, I just got kind of bummed out, bummed me out immediately. This movie actually kind of would start trouble with Iran because of the, they have, a. Uh, on the Novak report, there's some suicide bombings that get brought because they're, they're talking about how, oh, these people love being pacified by the United States. <laughs> and that's why I don't think. Uh, uh, and then they show uh, the suicide bombings, basically people jumping on the robots and blowing themselves up yeah. on camera. And I think and I know Iran got mad because those the people they depict aren't the suicide bombers. They're the those are the Sunnis. Yeah, I forget what I. So I don't want to get into names because I don't have them straight. In we my don't want to right offend now. our Muslim but, listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But whichever branch is in Iran is the branch that like will not do that. Yeah. So they're the, like the main. The you main, got us all wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the those are Al Qaeda. Those are the other people who are like yeah the fringe people. The the majority of Iranians are like and, we're normal people. What yeah. are you doing? And yeah. and Iran can be very proud of its heritage too. So like they don't consider they're not Arabic and they get lumped in with Arabs. They're and they Persian. get upset about that. They are yeah. Persians. So like they're probably doubly mad that you like you think we're. You know these other Arab Muslims, but but they uh, neither here nor there. They also, I I, I kind of like that they did have uh, the Ed two hundred nines in this too. They as, did, yeah. As yeah. perimeter, like they secure the perimeter, and there's one part where this guy comes out with a knife, and he just goes, "Drop your weapon," and then he doesn't drop the weapon fast enough, yeah. and then just he gets it with the fifty cal. It's just a glitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a, you call this a glitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, it so they they show that and then they cut away and then they're talking about how um, Michael Keaton wants to have droid. Oh, and the cops. robots have sexy vision too. They do. Oh, where well, they can look through your oh, clothes. Oh yeah, yeah. And They can check out your nips. Yeah, they your, checked and your and your and your. Go-nads. They checked out that old lady's cans for, at yeah. one point. I'm looking for weapons. I found a couple things that'll cut diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do the, uh, the the robots assess threats and they say non threat or threat and they yeah. find weapons and that type of thing and it's like. And like at this point, it feels I'm I'm in I'm into the movie because yeah, it seems like right. a, well, that, it's kind of cool. Yeah, and even if it was factually wrong or whatever, like you have people jumping out of buildings onto the ED two hundred nines and blowing up. Yeah, like this is absolute insanity. Yeah, we're two minutes in and this is bonkers. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, and that's why at this point I'm going maybe this is going to be good because this actually this this oh my god <laughs> this got a uh, this is a forty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's pretty. It seems like it's split right down the middle of people being like, "This is okay." Or Which, I think I would give it a better than better than forty eight. I would put it in the sixties. You know, I, like well, forty eight. Like that's right in the range of just being boring for an action movie. Yeah, an action movie that hits under fifteen is amazing. Yep. An action movie that hits over like eighty five, over seventy is passable. Over eighty five is great. Yeah. Um. So we get there, and then um. I think it's it, it's this movie's trying to have the same type of level of commentary as the original one because it's really heavy handed with the America's going into a, another country, yeah, and we're 
they these people like to be pacified. We're like the conquerors, and we're going and we're going to bring we're bringing. Je- it's like a Bush era message, and it's kind yeah. of making fun of that. But it do- it's a little heavy handed. It is, but <clears throat> it very swiftly sort of abandons all gets of that. past that. It goes, it's just it gone. drops it, yeah. and then you don't. We don't really talk about that ever again. And then we go right to Detroit, uh, which looks uh, that in the uh, the first RoboCop. Detroit looks really shitty, like really, de- like Detroit mm-hmm. really does. In this one, it's a little bit better. It's a little bit better, and yeah. there's only like one bad guy. It looks like just a smaller, like New York. I guess it's like I mean, it's yeah. like bright, it's and like, shiny. It it's looks like, like Vancouver, guys. It looks like Flint. Yeah, <laughs> they're in Flint, Michigan. Could be Flint, Michigan. Yeah. yeah. But um, in the first one, you have Clarence Boddicker, who's and his and his crazy gang of, He's, of and Clarence is a great yeah. bad guy. Yeah, you have yeah. a single bad guy Red who's Foreman. out on the streets. Yeah, Can Red you Foreman. Hi, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> And he, yeah, like he's causing mayhem. There's other giant gang, like you know, there's other gangsters that are out there, and there's like, you can't be on the streets because no. you'll get fucked up. That's right. But in this one, it's like it's kind of like Detroit might be now, where yeah, it's, it's bad. Like, it's like a regular place, yeah. but you know the there, da- there's a downtime for them, but it's not too Alex, bad. It's, there are fewer hobos freezing to death in this Detroit. Yeah, this is a nice Detroit. <laughs> it is. It's not that bad. Yeah, because no. it's it looks a little too futury because they like things are looking cleaner. It's a cleaner yeah. looking Detroit, whereas in the first movie, where Detroit do they, looks where do they shoot this movie? Ooh, I'll, you know, I'll, you know what? Yeah, Vancouver. You guys got to be Vancouver. It did. Yeah. It did look like because I know Canada is cheap um, to shoot in. So well, I, I'm they are surprised. trying to. Is this the one where they're trying to launch Delta City? That's the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that makes more. They yeah. want to. They so want to get rid one, of old Detroit. Which is it's actually called re- Old so Detroit. In the just first, replace yeah, it. Yeah. So in the first one, that makes sense because it looks like crap and they want, or they're trying to say like, we're going to launch new jobs. In this one, it looks like they don't need new jobs. Like everyone's doing yeah, okay. it. Looks yeah, like, it looks like, yeah, it looks like today. It looks like a normal time. It looks better than today. It does. It does kind of look better. <laughs> if you're going by Detroit, it doesn't, it doesn't look bad at all. Um, but Alex and Omar from The Wire yep. are are uh, cop buddies because Omar is now Omar is the new Lewis, yeah. Which I I really dudeless. I didn't like the Dude-less. fact I didn't like the fact that Lewis because I like the from the first one where Lewis and Murphy have a um, asexual relationship. There, it's yeah. a man and a woman who are just partners and friends, right? And there's no sexual. That's tension a big or anything. Verhoeven thing, though, and there's a and... ton of sexual tension with him and Lewis. Oh and yeah, because he and. <laughs> Yeah, this is Murphy, one. There. Oh man, Murphy yeah. and Omar just like they stare. He's Murphy's always next to Omar's bed. I'm just gonna call him Omar, and not Lewis, because everybody knows That's him as fine. Omar. He's Omar. You see him show up in something, and it's not. And it, what's the name of the actor? Uh, Omar. Omar Little. <laughs> Omar, <laughs> it is. It's Omar. Filming took place in Toronto, by the way. Oh, Toronto. Oh. So we called it. Yeah. What? Um, who in the in the production staff thought that Toronto would be a good stand-in for Detroit? It's it's like the opposite place. Yeah. It's not that far away. So why, and, didn't, why didn't they just film in Epcot or something? Well, and I mean, so much, <laughs> they so much of the city, the, the Detroit yeah. part of Epcot. Yeah, so much of the city. I mean, when they do those big sweeps, like must be digitally, digital. Whoa, is that, is, that, is that right next I mean, to? Is digital Italy right next to, yeah. next to next to Little Italy? Yeah, uh, it was done with a degree do. Um, that must have been an, you know animated to make it look good. Or like look futuristic, they could have just. How cheap is it to shoot in Detroit? It's gotta be. You can. They must they pay, pay you. you. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Great yeah, minds. You can like for cheaper. You could probably have just bought a city block and done yeah. whatever you wanted. I think that's what Batman vs Superman did. Yeah. Because it and um uh, we're in a soldier shot in Cleveland. Because what what the fuck's going on in Cleveland? 
LeBron Cleveland. wasn't Cleveland. Cleveland. LeBron wasn't there at the at the time, so they had nothing <laughs> to go on. Soldier taking jobs out of Cleveland. <laughs> um. So Lewis and Alex Murphy are undercover because it's the Wire, Detroit. Yeah. And they uh, we don't wait. We don't really sun. see them undercover though. We just see like footage of them undercover. No, isn't no, it? they're undercover. Is that's, it? I thought yeah. we would just see footage of it through the whole no. movie. No. no, that's them. Like that's the scene. Is that they're you do see? Yeah, it is live at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Okay. Later on, you get like that thing where like it's them watching. It's somehow people are watching the movie that you just watched. Oh yes, that's we, right. The exact the camera scenes, angles. Some because there's CCTV everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they have. Uh. They're trying to infiltrate some gangster. I don't remember his name because it doesn't. He doesn't really. Valen. Valen, yes. Yep. Uh, Richie Valen is there, and uh, who might as well be a cardboard cutout. They do nothing with him. Oh, and he's like a he corrupt looks... cop or something. No, or he's, he's like not. He's, he's got bit... ties to like, some corrupt cops. Um, yeah, he looks like Steve Zahn, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. When I first saw him, I thought maybe he's like old Steve Zahn. It's like a co- it's like a subplot, basically. Yeah. Um. So they infiltrate that. Um. Actually, this movie really only has subplots. Yeah. <laughs> there's no main I mean the main thing is Michael Keaton's kind of a dick but a little bit It's that's sort of a subplot too yeah. I mean, there's no and real the, overarching problem yeah so they're undercover um, dude Lewis gets hurt and then we have and then um, Alex Murphy's back in his captain's office yep and we have what I call a I'd have your badge if you weren't such a damn good cop moment yeah. <laughs> your you pants know? will be dancing with figs yeah kind of yeah <laughs> Which you see in like every third episode of Law and Order, um, you know, it's like, oh, you you you're not by the book, but you get results, you yeah. know. The lethal weapon. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. give him the lethal yeah. weapon. Like, yeah, like damn it, Riggs. Yeah, Ugh. we should do lethal weapon four. By the way, um, uh, five and six, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they uh, that that uh, Omar gets shot in the uh, in the shootout with because mm-hmm. somehow Valen finds out that they're undercover cops, so there's a shootout and it's kind of an obligatory gunfight that doesn't really do anything other than get yeah. get Lewis shot. Um, so then we get to um, Keaton finally shows up as Steve Jobs, um, and he drapers out. He does. Yeah. In in what you know what, what I'm talking about? Yeah. What, what does he do? He just like sits. I they need an idea for something. Oh, he's just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. He's and in... then he and he just like his eyes go wide, like he's mate. You know, he's what taking if we put like, a man in a drone? And he just starts kind of riffing like Don Draper. Yeah. Comes up with solid gold. And um, this is I think also Steve Baruchel shows up as the PR as the Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel. What did I say? Steve. Steve. Steve Buscemi would have been great. In that. Oh, oh God, that would have been. Ugh. Jay Baruchel, whenever he's in anything, just sort of like he, it's almost like he steals the scenes that he's in, but like in an annoying way. Like he annoys the, se- yeah. the scenes that he can't he's take in. your eyes off him because he's, he's so distracting. Yeah. Like in he's everything that like, he's in, he's the most Jay Baruchel in this movie. Yes, which may I, which I feel like they probably made him do. Like he, I bet he was there. Like. Guys, can I dial it back a little bit? Can I just like, play it straight? Yeah, really no. annoying. They're just like up it. And it's like no, please. we want like it's the it's the 2010s. It's all about Twitter and PR, and you just go for it. And it was he he was really lame. They could have excised him completely from this movie. Yeah, and this isn't uh, anything about him as an actor. Like he's no, funny. I mean he's okay. He's funny and stuff. So it's my it's kid really likes part. those How to Train Your Dragon movies. Yeah. And- the he's, first one he's was great in those. first one was it, that one got to me when I thought the second one was good. They too. get he they, he did, he loses a leg, yeah, and then he also loses the wing, and then they they both have 
prosthetics, yeah. just like in RoboCop. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it is like RoboCop. It's just like RoboCop. Yep. Um, so we... Well, I, what I think is weird about those movies is that sounds like it should be a euphemism for masturbating. What is? Maybe just it is. Just train your dragon. Dude. <laughs> just train your... How to train your dragon. Hey, guys, I, I'm sorry I was late. I was training the dragon. <laughs> um... We also meet uh, what I wrote as Dr. Mumbo Jumbo, which is, uh, guys, Gary Oldman's in this movie. He is. Yeah. And he is the probably, he's the best actor, because I said Jack, Jackie Earl Haley, I think, does the best part with his role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, Gary Oldman does bring it, like, he always brings it. He can't yeah. not. Even he's when just, he's in He's just being, like, classic and... old men in this. Like, he's not trying yeah. to, he doesn't need to try too hard, but. And he shows up and does good work. He's Dr. Jim Gordon. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, and he... Is this around when they talk just kind of mindlessly about the machines? That's why I call him Dr. Mumbo Jumbo, because yeah. they just kind of talk about robots. And that's why I think, Chris, I've, I've already posited this to Kevin, is this a prequel to the Matrix trilogy? <laughs> oh, it could be. Because <laughs> they teach a machine to think like it's a man. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the hospital... And then this is when I start really kind of wondering how hard they worked on the script because I'm not really listening to anybody talk. Because that's when he goes in to visit um, Alex Murphy goes in to go uh, visit Lewis, mm-hmm. and they just kind of had trade. Wait, these Lewis? Or- yeah, uh, Omar Little. Omar Little. Okay. They yeah. go to visit <laughs> Omar Lewis. Um, I'm not listening to anything they're saying. They're trading kind of like. Like, I remember that scene happening, but I don't remember like, what they're talking about. Omar pretends to be sleeping, and he's talking to him, and then he's like, you're not really sleeping, are you? Yeah. And then Omar, like, kind of laughs. Oh, like, that's right, what, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, look at these buddies. He was, like, this apologizing like... to him in his sleep or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I watched this on Thursday, and I barely remember that. Yeah. Did we miss, like, all the prosthetics and stuff? No, nope, that's coming right oh, okay. up. Okay. Um, I didn't remember the order of it. So. No, that's when um, we see that uh, Dr. Gary Oldman, Dr. Jim Gordon has been, uh, he works with um, amputees and he makes uh, these awesome prosthetics that uh, there's a guy he's playing like he used to, he's lost both arms and he's got robo arms. Mm-hmm. And one, he's, playing, he's only lost one arm. No, he's got both because he plays he has, with the strings. Yeah, Does, is it both? Both yeah. arms. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he play and he's playing classical guitar and he's doing oh, really well. Right. Yeah. And then he starts fumbling around and he tells him for no reason don't get emotional, and he's like, I have to play with emotion. And, yeah, right. and the guitarist's wife is sitting there with him. She's getting wet. Looking at those arms, salivating. Because those fingers, <laughs> they they rotate. Yeah. Okay, and so then, you think and this is... And that's why I wrote, especially because he's playing guitar, my favorite note, uh, Tony Iommi fingers. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so you think Look this, it is up, a guys. Big, yeah. this is a big setup for... Like, maybe when they make the RoboCop, like, if he gets emotional, he's going to, like, lose control of his of his body or something and... Kind of does. Fuck shit up. Not really. He has a seizure. They lose on. control of yeah. him, but, yeah. like, it's not like... But he functions fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's his... no problem. Um, we go back to... After so, the... it's a wasted... It's a wasted setup, basically. After that scene, we go back to the Murphy home, and that's this is where I really start to see big differences that I don't like, which is, in the first movie... You only see RoboCop's family in flashbacks when he goes to the home mm-hmm. um, that used to be his. Like he he looks up his because he doesn't know he's Alex Murphy in, in the first one. Right. He's they wipe his memory. He's just RoboCop, and he starts having dreams, and then his he he remembers it, and then he goes and looks himself up in the thing, and then he kind of pieces together. He solves his own murder, kind of in right. that one. And in this one, you 
his family's everywhere. Like, right, just I, totally involved with him the whole time. Yeah. And I, I like it. It's so boring. It is. It's super boring. I liked it when, you know, RoboCop has nothing. They take, the Omnicorp takes everything from RoboCop. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a and scene. And that's kind of part of the, like, satire of RoboCop a little bit is, you know, because they, they say it's like a throwaway line of, oh, can we do this? It's like, he signed his employment contract. Yep. And it's like, we own him. Yeah. And it's like, what, you know, the people, the corporations and stuff and the employers, like, you know what are you really agreeing to when you when you work for them? They save the arm, and so they just, like, literally the own you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like they they chop mm-hmm. Robocop up, they take his whole identity away, and he kind of regains his humanity throughout the movie. In this one, he everybody knows he's Alex Murphy. It's, yes, the it's they made this movie backwards. Yeah, as compared to the first one, where he starts with his humanity even when he's Robocop, and then he sort of loses it a little as bit. The time goes by, and then he mm-hmm. kind of gets it back. And then like, he gets it back. It's yeah, it's a really weird arc. Um. But we get to the point where uh, we ha- I knew we were coming to, like, an obligatory sex scene because he comes back from the hospital and she's kind of making eyes at him. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, he puts the kid to bed and I'm like, they're mm-hmm. going to gonna do it. And then they start to. Mm-hmm. But then car alarm goes off. Uh-oh. Yeah. Alex is like, oh, it's going to wait. And she, she just wants to, to fuck right through it. Yeah. She goes, no, no, no. Just don't fuck with that car alarm right now. Fuck me. And he should have listened to her. He mm-hmm. should have. Because he goes out and he goes and goes, whoop, whoop. And it. Blast him right off yeah. the fucking yeah. face of the earth. Yeah. So instead of getting fucking or, shredded yeah. by Red Foreman and his cronies. Yeah. Yeah. He or just some gets whiskey, b- drop it in a beer. You've got a car bomb. Yeah. <laughs> he gets he gets car bombed. And that's the other thing is this one. And not it, the good kind of it didn't car look bomb. That bad. He gets he gets blown up in this one. He loses an arm and a leg. <laughs> that car that car cost him an arm and a leg. <laughs> but um <It's> expensive. <laughs> he uh in not the first more than a dollar or <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get to that fucking groaner too but um in the first one you watch you watch alex get fucked up yeah royally like to the point where his like, his like i like i couldn't believe when i because i watched it for the first time mm-hmm. i couldn't believe some of the stuff like that they showed mm-hmm. I and they just like you know he's gonna get messed up because he becomes robocop mm-hmm. but the extent to which they actually like oh, show it to the it viewer, was gratuitous his, yeah, that scene when his hand blows yeah they blow off his hand with a shotgun it looks like a water balloon yeah it explodes. Like, <laughs> like half a dozen guys just go to town on him with shotguns and then he shoots him in the head and that's the least yeah. gruesome part is when he gets shot in the head like at one point he's been all like lit up and he's like on his knees and the camera pans back and you see him and like just like his entire arm is gone. Yeah, there's just like strings of yeah. goo hanging off of him. He's when he's like, like, "Oh, you're a real tough guy, aren't you?" And he goes, "Oh," and then Red Foreman shoots him in the head to finish him off. Yeah. Um. In this one, he just gets blown up, and you don't really see any of you don't see any of the gore or anything. You don't see you see like a yeah. picture of him no. on a monitor. That's why that's I wrote. Oh, it didn't look that bad. No, it's also because they pussied out, and it's PG-13. Yeah. Whereas the original one, I think, was going to be NC-17 because of the violence, and they had to right. see it back. The reason they had to do that cut that made it seem way more violent <laughs> was to make it R. And it's not like I like I'm all you know torqued up to get yeah I want that I want the blood like that's cool. Like, well, it just takes no it all served the satire a purpose. Is gone. It was, like it was shocking in the first one. Yeah, and this one's just action movie. Well, the the this is when um, Doctor Jim Gordon tells. Mrs. Murphy that, you know, this is the only way you can save him is for us to turn him into a RoboCop. Right. Mm-hmm. And she says, she says, okay. And I didn't like the, the fact, because in the first one, Omnicorp is a bad, they're bad people. Yeah. Like, they don't give a shit about anything. They run the cops. They run everything. And this one, it's just like, oh, yeah, they're going to help you out. Like, right. They're helping people out of, like, Omnicorp's just like a regular corporation that does a lot. It's a multinational corporation that does different things. Right. Well, they had their own agenda, but, I mean, they really were sort of 
keeping hel- him alive. Yeah, they helped him out. Yeah. Where instead of yeah. the first one, where it's can, I he, mean, can you imagine like because we keep saying that the Keats is an evil Steve Jobs, like <laughs> real Apple caring that much, like oh your hands, you don't have your hands anymore. Just eat fruit and don't bathe. You'll be fine. <laughs> we'll give you iPad hands. Yeah. <laughs> just like just the, use Siri. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then they, they, they start the robo process and they turn him into a RoboCop mm-hmm. in like a cutscene. And, and like, they leave takes... his arm. No, his, just, just his just hand. hand. Just hand. Not even That's the arm. enough of an arm. They, you take the, you take the arm, you throw the arm away. We saw in a picture too, he lost an arm like to the shoulder and a leg, no, an arm to like the elbow and a right. leg to the hip. But then he's got another arm and a leg and a torso in this, they they take all of it. At one point, when Alex comes to, they take all the robo part away. Yeah. He's a fucking head, some lungs that are breathing that you see, yeah. and a hand that's not attached to anything. And I'm wondering if that hand is is a nod to the first movie where his hand gets blown off. Could be, yeah. But stupid. It was, it this also it looks dumb. stupid because one was like a robo glove, and the yeah, other one and was a bare hand. Shoot him in the hand. Yeah. His fucking yeah. hand explodes. Like that's he's only got so much left. Why isn't there like he's got the visor comes down. Why can't he have like a ro- yeah a robo glove? I wrote that down. Like just yeah. cover that up. And also, I was bummed that the robo even just a regular leather glove or something to put over that hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They put so many sound effects. Like he has so many little actuator noises when it's oh, it's so loud. He's like the least effective it's, cop in yeah. the world. But they uh, they don't have the robot like the RoboCop is footfall sound. The <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little bit wrong. Like yeah. it, it, it was doing like the thump. But not it's just it just wasn't but, the same and I, yeah. I, I would have liked to have heard that. I did think that he looked good at least. Like it Yeah. Um like I said, it's an appropriate twenty five year update. They can just do better stuff now. Yeah. The visor and, flipping down and that type of thing. Yeah. I said, yeah, like twenty five years later with Iron Man influence. Like it looked okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um they train him in China because Robocop obviously had to be made in China. I like right? the made in China part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. When he enters Tom Cruise running mode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He looks so good running, yeah. and he runs out into some rice paddies because uh, uh, Doctor Jim Gordon China. says, "Let let him run." Yeah. Why? Probably don't want to let him run. He Probably know. not. He's freaking the fuck out. Like he just got some brown acid, and he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe just ease him into it, not just like yeah. take all of his body parts away and be like, "Hey, look at you're just some disgusting looking lungs." I thought like him waking up in the RoboCop suit was pretty well done. Like, yeah, or not the suit, but like the, the body where he thought it was like a suit and he was telling him to take it off. Yeah, and take stuff. the suit off. That like, was I thought that was kind of cool. cool. Like, touch. It was like s- somewhat realistic. I definitely preferred the first one where he didn't have like any of his humanity left yeah. when he when he came to and well, yeah, and and seeing the people working on him when they think he can't hear or whatever yeah. is oh, horrific yeah. that how was, much they yeah. don't care they don't care about him they're having like the party and, and then they're like oh part. kiss him yeah Whoa. it was great like the, the the way they did it in the first movie but in the in the reboot the, because they did it backwards it was just like oh i don't know it was that's just, yeah. it, it didn't work that's why i wrote like <laughs> cuz they're trying to be nice in this one I'm just, Ethical science is boring. Just build a RoboCop and wipe his memory. Right. Like, yeah. Just get there already. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, well, he know. asks, he asks to die. And yeah, kill me. He's like, oh, you're in control. I was like, well, you're not that in control, uh, Murphy Maynard. That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of a groaner on my part. <laughs> Murphy Maynard? Brittany Maynard, the woman that just won, like, oh. the right to die. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought it was, oh. <laughs> uh, um, 
Was anybody else really uncomfortable with the Robo reveal when they just have him as the head and lungs? It was pretty gross. I was. Yeah. I really wanted that scene to just be over as soon as so possible. So they just keep the lungs yeah. to keep like his face, skin, and his brain alive. In there. I guess. I guess yeah. so. I don't know. I. It was really weird. It real. It was very unsettling when he's just like a lung and a lungs or a set of lungs and a head. I don't even think you'd really need lungs though. I or mean, a face. Like they have technology now that can. They're starting to be able like. Circulate blood and keep hearts alive. Right. Why not just have which a, would keep your face alive? Why not just have him be a torso, or yeah. just have the brain in there? Brain or do they have like, to have his face. Well, because I think in the first one too, isn't his face kind of stretched over the rope, the robot part? Yeah. Yeah, it looks which gross. Is, it looks nasty as fuck. Yeah. When well, they actually take his, they, ha- his helmet off, he looks gross. Yeah. Like in the first one, they just want to have because in the first one they want people to be comfortable with the with RoboCop, so they. Keep like at least some human face. I mean, on. like when he uh, the first RoboCop too. I just had to when you mentioned um, RoboCop when he, they're playing the the bum 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 bum. I'm fucking shit up, and he's beating down all the criminals. When they get to the uh, the courthouse with the mayor, yeah, yeah. And then as James put it, he does a uh, a Batman Arkham Asylum takedown when he punches through the wall <laughs> and rips that guy through the wall, and he uh, and then they just sock him out the window. Yeah, but great. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that part up because I like I like the yeah the Arkham takedown part. Uh, <coughs> do we meet uh, Rorschach now? Oh, we've already met Rorschach yeah. in one game, but this well, is the we, training we circle scene. Back yeah. to him, yeah. To, and this is when I was like, yeah, he's like, he's owning it now. He's Rorschach, it. Yeah. Uh, he's always good and a D-back. Unreasonably hates RoboCop. Calls him the Tin Man, yeah. and then he plays "If I Only Had a Heart" when he's training. Yeah. <laughs> and that could have been. I laughed out loud at that. Yeah, that could have been really lame and really grown worthy if I thought like Jackie O'Hill. You did a really good job with it. I like to work with. I like to play I like music, music when, when I'm, I'm working. Yeah, I loved it. I I I like Jackie O'Hill. I like him in everything that he's in because. He's always, he's he's talented, yeah, mm-hmm. and he he brings it. And we get the training scene where he's, um, he's, he's Kelly like housing Lee. some robots and stuff. And just, Cover up that stupid hand. That's when it starts <laughs> to really bug me. Um, so he's training in China to to be a RoboCop. Mm-hmm. He's at RoboCop Academy, <laughs> the the Robo Police Academy with uh, the guy who does all the sound effects. Um. And then he Googles himself. Like, he goes, like, search Alex Murphy and all this. Like, he's he's finding out, like, his, like, what's going on about him now. And everybody's talking about him. Everybody knows yeah, that, that he's a fucking he's RoboCop. Yeah, the RoboCop, yeah. And, but they don't call him RoboCop. He's, no. He's, he's, he's Detective Alex until, Murphy. Uh, Sam, Sam Jackson calls him, uh, like, calls towards, him the RoboCop. Towards the end. Uh, yeah, later. But they, uh, I didn't like that whole angle, too. Like, in the first one, no one knows he's at, Alex Murphy's dead. Yeah. It's just RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares where he came from. He's just fucking RoboCop. I, I also don't like the um, that the movie is called RoboCop because RoboCop itself is sort of like a satirical yeah title yeah. for a movie for a serious like movie. they seriously like, take like no this man is a robot who's a cop he's a like, robot yeah. cop. So in this movie, like just calling the movie RoboCop and using the expression RoboCop is just stupid because the movie takes itself really seriously. Well, and now that like I just had a kind of. Um, epiphany. So in this one, it's everyone knows it's Alex Murphy. It's Alex Murphy. They keep him alive, so his family doesn't get like the life insurance that they <laughs> that they could really use. <laughs> and in the first one, like Alex Murphy's declared dead. Like, you know, they get something out of yeah. it. Yeah, they get his pension because he was cops. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. now he gets to still work, and they can get that money. That's true. Yeah. What does a robocop get paid in Detroit? 
Robocop, a Robocop's got to make a pretty decent well, salad. Well, he's he a must detective. Make, detective. In the first one, he's paid with poop sludge food. That's well, true. He's the a baby detec- food stuff. He's a detective Robocop. Yeah. I mean, Omnicor, uh, Omnicor must pay him pretty well. Well, that's the other thing I liked about the first one, too, because he's not a detective. He's just... Just a cop. He's just a cop. Like, that's that's the thing. He yeah. just gets blasted away. Like, yeah. he's just a regular beat cop. Um, Jay, Jay Baruchel also needs to shut up about focus groups at this point when they're talking about... He needs to shut up about everything. talking yeah. with his mouth. Where they wanted to put Stop the breathing that oxygen. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a groaner joke where they said, "Oh, well, kids like the they're gonna have when RoboCop goes into arrest mode, he has police lights that come out of his shoulders and go." Yeah. <laughs> and then um, at this point, I don't when, know why I actually thought the animation for that was pretty funny. Like, <laughs> it's really stupid, but <laughs> um, at this point, because he looks like regular RoboCop at this point, he's silver mostly with the mm-hmm. black around yep. the torso. And this is when Michael Keaton says, we need to do something more modern, more tactical. Yeah, so they paint him black. And they spray paint him black, and then they make him look black like Batman. Yeah. They make him look like black Batman. Black is coal. Doesn't want to see the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, yeah, like just dark future is dark. It's like, it's cool. <laughs> make it black. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't they want to use, they want them, like if they're drones, law enforcement, I mean, wouldn't they want them to be like to stand out and... That's yeah, like a deterrent. I imagine you want it like the color of like a police car. Yeah, and he's not going to be tactical because he's going. Yeah, he's or, like these huge thumps. He's not sneaking up on anybody. I mean, we won't get too into it, but later on in the movie, when he's like tracking people down, and they shut off all the lights, you still have his bright red visor. Yeah, growing, glowing everywhere. Yeah, and he's he's got like the actuator sounds. And this is when we get the wooden the wooden buy that for a dollar. Yeah, he got. Oh, yeah. That's when Jackie Earl Haley said. Because in the first one, again, if you haven't seen RoboCop, fuck yourself hard because <laughs> it's a uh, it's a fantastic movie. And if you if you it's haven't phenomenal. seen it, stop this right now. If you're listening to this, and you haven't seen it. Go watch RoboCop yeah. right now. Currently, it's on Netflix. I don't know how long it will be. If you're listening to this, and it's yeah. If you don't plan on watching it, blow your hand off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, then watch it. But they the the thing is that they're what everybody loves this show with this old dirty old man who says I'd buy that for a dollar, and everyone yeah. fucking loses their mind like it's the funniest yeah. thing, which in is in of itself is hilarious. It's like a commentary on shitty sitcoms or yeah. whatever. And in this one, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's basically like a did I do that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> so in this one, uh, Jackie Earl Haley says something along the lines of, "They're like, well, we'll see how he does in this simulation." He's like, oh, "I wouldn't buy that for a dollar." Yeah. Oh, it doesn't even work there. I don't even know why you'd say that. It's not even like a colloquial like, phrase. Even if you say I'd buy that for a dollar, that doesn't work in that yeah. in that scene. Like no. it, even in that context, like you wouldn't say that if that was something you say, like if you're an asshole that says that all the time. <laughs> that is not a time when you would even say that. If that's your thing, if that's yeah. how you, uh, I wouldn't of, buy that for wouldn't yeah. buy that for a dollar. You know what that he that showed mean? up to set that day he's like, "Please don't make he it said, doesn't he, work, and it's he super tries. Dumb. He tries yeah. so hard right, to be can like. Can I say something else? And just somebody ADR'd in. Uh, can I ask? Can I ask him if he can fly? Yeah. <laughs> can you fly, uh, RoboCop? We get some like just generic rock guitar for cool scene. Oh, when he's when and, he, is that when he's shooting everybody down, yeah. like shooting all the drones? And, oh yeah, I really love watching people play like Halo. That's what it's. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, you see the RoboVision video game. What did you think of the guy playing RoboCop? Um, I thought he was all right. I don't know. I did, sometimes I liked him, and sometimes, I, like I liked him in his in the RoboCop thing. I, I think they chose like a very like tall and slender guy. Well, yeah, this so is, that they could fit him in the suit and have it not look weird. Well, this also, I'm pretty sure if you've seen the show The Killing, 
This is a sequel to The Killing because that guy is a detective in oh, there. Yeah. He's really good in The Killing. Um, and I like him. For, I, I mean, I like him for the most part. Mm-hmm. He, he seems like a little bit like gangly to be like a leading man like in an action movie. But mm-hmm. I think I think they probably intentionally He's chose. Great sidekick material. He is. Yeah. I think they, they intentionally chose him because he was so like. He'd fit in the suit. He was so <laughs> narrow that once they put him in the suit, he'd have like normal proportions. Yeah. Well, and then um, it's around this time where. And they put RoboCop into training, and he's not performing the way they want him to. Because he's got right, too human. hesitating. Yeah. So, so they, yeah. they, they take that away, thoughts. and they make a big speech. They they talk about how they they basically like up upload a program that will think it's Alex Murphy, it, but can he, take over and do everything really quick. Right. Um. Or he thinks that he's he thinks he's doing the program. It. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Which they never really like. They never really bring up again. They so, did imply they, that it was illegal. In one direction, yeah. but not in the other. So it's illegal for the computer program to think the, it's him, but it's yeah. not illegal pro- for him to think the he's program, the computer program. The program, no, the program can't take over him. Like he can't be like, oh, well, the program is now taking over Alex Murphy. But the way that the double speak that he uses is that it's okay for the computer to think that it's Alex Murphy, but Alex Murphy can't think he's the computer. Yeah, oh. it's dumb. It's, well, it's, it's stupid. stupid. It doesn't make yeah. sense. It's just like a, I guess it's like one of those laws of robotics. Also, things. it's not consistent throughout the rest of the movie. Well, no. it, that when the visor comes down, it's the computer. But because no. like he's doing all kinds of other stuff, he does whatever he wants. And that's what they make a big deal of. Like when the visor comes down, the program kicks in, and but so like that that helps. Like that that's what makes him, you know, target and shoot and do everything really crazy. So I figure like the way they set that up. They they set it up so that later on in the movie his vi- you know you would think his visor gets damaged and he has to go in there as Alex Murphy. Mm. No, um, that yeah. doesn't happen. They never bring this up again. It's not important. <laughs> or they'd use it as some kind of device to tell the audience when, like, it was the machine and when it was him. Yeah. yeah. But then they didn't really because, like, the big point of the movie when he looks up his kid. He's got the visor down. Yeah. He's on the motorcycle. You can and like, see everything. He's gaining his humanity back with the visor down, which doesn't make any sense to yeah. that setup. Maybe it's it, it's an integration with with the robot. Like he's becoming he's he's reconciling the fact that now he's a RoboCop. So like his he's the, becoming one with the machine. The he's robot it. the robot in the RoboCop is like Agent Smith mm-hmm. in the Matrix. <laughs> but, then they, <laughs> but then they never get into that or or no, you know, it's not just, really flushed out. If no. you're an if you're an intelligent audience member and you want to make sense of it, go for it. But otherwise, we're just gonna like babble away. So we get through the the training session, and then we get to the part where okay, RoboCop's ready to be revealed, yep. and everyone is pumped to see Detective Alex Murphy as this fucking RoboCop. Um, but Alex, they're uploading the whole uh, Detroit, all the CCTV stuff, all the, mm-hmm. the case files, everything. They're uploading him. He's like, he's actually kind of digging it. He's like, wow, this is he's, he's Neo in the Matrix. He's getting yeah. loaded up with all this info. Mm-hmm. And then he gets loaded up with his own uh, attempted murder case. And he spazzes the fuck out and has a seizure. And You know what? Somebody should have thought of that. Yeah. And like, not put that in there. Maybe not give him that. And then so he can see like his kid watching him get blown up, his wife watching him get blown up. Right. He doesn't see himself getting blown up. Or the CCTV footage that happens to be exactly from the same camera angle mm-hmm. and lens that we watched that <laughs> happen already. He, didn't, he shouldn't be watching the movie as it's happening. No. This isn't Spaceballs. Spaceballs. He's rewinding. Yeah. Um. Is this when the Keats is wearing uh, a like a scarf, just like Boddicker? He does have a, he does have a little bit of a yeah. of like a he's wearing like a turtleneck with a scarf. Yeah, 
because his neck is so cold. <laughs> um, I bet he was just in the black. He was in like a turtleneck, and they were like, you know what? That's two Steve Jobs. Let's put a yeah. scarf on him. Yeah, like a cravat. A Give yeah. him just a cravat. Well, yeah. <laughs> and the and when I, and I kind of know when they upload the information to him and they give him his own murder case and he like derps out. That would have been like in the first one or something where he doesn't know he's Alex Murphy. Like Alex Murphy is dead. That kind of would have worked where there's some like some feedback or something where you know there's like they're kind of not found yeah like they're they're uploading files that, that 404 were there fatal and, error <laughs> yeah and this one's like you already know about it dummy yeah. like yeah i don't know why that's that makes him spaz out but it does so he's he's going bonkers so the doctor makes a decision to drop his dopamine level mm-hmm. to almost zero basically making him so he has he makes him like a sociopath he has no emotions he becomes more he's more of a socio than dexter is yeah, he he becomes uh, very flat and even. Let's not very... talk about Dexter. That is not actually a sociopath at <laughs> all. He, it makes RoboCop. It makes RoboCop or Alex Murphy becomes RoboCop because he's very robotic at that point. Yeah, like he he calls Lu- he calls Lewis. Excuse me, Sergeant. I have cases to That's work. That's the old school RoboCop coming yeah. through. I liked I liked when the, I liked that actor's version of it too. He did a good job with like that like float that low flat voice. Yeah, you know it was it was totally fine, but they used. They basically what they did there was use the entire first movie as like a a nod yeah. in that scene. They're just like, hey, remember this movie that was better than this one? <laughs> this amazing movie that still was <laughs> yeah. twice as good as this one. Totally unnecessary reboot. Um, family is so boring. Yeah, I wrote that many times. I said more family shit. Family's so boring. And the last note I wrote was too much family shit. Yeah, yeah. his family is all over this. He sees his kid going to school. The police, uh, the media won't leave his kid alone, and uh, he's always he's doing continual emotional assessments on his kid, to, to, and they always tell him that his kid is stressed out. Like no shit. Yeah, his yeah. dad's a fucking RoboCop. Yeah, so yeah. he's probably a little bummed. Who just fucking blew him off? Didn't even acknowledge hey, his dad. existence. And the kid seems excited that his dad's a RoboCop. Like, you know hey, what? Dad? Even if his emotions were turned down to zero, and his kid goes, "Hey, dad," he would still know that he was his dad and acknowledge his kid. He wouldn't just ignore him. So fuck him. It's like his super low emotions doesn't just make you a rude dick. Well, and in that scene, he blows his kid off, but then he sees his kid going to school and then uh, getting swamped, and then all of a sudden he cares about his kid. Yeah, this was like one scene later. Yep, because he he jumps into the. And, and I liked when he's scanning the crowd and he finds the murderer. Yeah, like that was kind of it, it. This movie needed a. Mu- uh, what the fuck was that murderer doing there? Why did he come to see <laughs> that Mike, speech? Mike Airman Trout why just standing he, in the middle. Of why the- did he come see the? Come see the RoboCop unveiling. Wait, who, does, who doesn't want to see the RoboCop? Yeah. But why would he come there? Because it's a RoboCop. He's a wanted murderer. He doesn't know what RoboCop's capabilities are. He's like, oh, I want to see this. Well, you know what? You don't go to functions where there's tons of cops. Be full of police when, when you're a wanted murderer. Well, in any in any case, he catches the murderer, and I thought that was kind of cool because he scans the crowd and he's, he's scanning everybody for like their faces. And you know threats. what would have been cooler if it was uh, like a false identification or like a glitch. Oh, where that would have been where you did like not mm-hmm. killed somebody, but like just arrested like an innocent or, person. But that's that would that goes against. It would make ca- the movie too complex. It runs <laughs> counter to what RoboCop's about. Like he's perfect. I know well, that's the that's the point. Or I don't like it. I don't like if it. he had been like, or I forget. Yeah, like okay, your crime is this. Um, we have proof. We just haven't been able to find you. Carries out execution right there. Oh yeah, Judge Dredd and style. Then, yeah, <laughs> and the crowd is like. Like, do we really want this? Like, that would have been interesting later no, on. That in the movie. would have been that would have been 
you know, uh, thought provoking diff- or satirical. That's not okay with this movie. No, this movie and then does this, not do that. Because then it kind of it cuts to um, uh, to some newscast, doesn't it? And they're boring and played straight. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, well, they it were just trying to flies pad... in the face. Yeah, it just kind of flies in the face yeah. of the first one. Where they're trying to pad the movie at this point because it's the next scene where he starts where he does his own all case. Of that that emotional like turn down was just completely negated like he just suddenly turns his own emotions back on and they don't really have a lot of like you know there's a the big montage of robocop fucking shit up in the in the first one where he he he, he goes to the um convenience store stick up mm-hmm. and he knocks that he destroys that whole place yeah. just to get that he he punches the guy through that case and then he just walks out he doesn't even arrest him <laughs> nope and then he tells like, like and then he goes and he shoots the rapist in the penis and blows his dick off and he does a couple. He stops a couple of other things, and like you see, RoboCop doing badass RoboCop stuff. In this one, he gets that murderer, and then he just immediately starts solving his own murder. He kind of just jumps right on that case, and he starts yeah. beating people down. Yeah, he just like yeah, he's just zipping around on his motorcycle. Yeah, like trying to solve his murder and watching footage of his kids. I kind of liked um, watching him solve his own murder. Like like he looks for the main guy. Well, I don't. He's not on the CCTV. Known associates. Oh, I found this guy. Or like he can't find it, uh, any of the associates, but he finds someone who knows them. So he kind of works his way up. Mm-hmm. I like to, you know, like like a procedural cop show kind of going through the steps. I kind of mm-hmm. like that. But it, then it doesn't, it kind of stops stops doing that. At this point, it, it, it really gets boring. Well, this movie has a lot of things where it starts out like a cool idea and then it just gives up on it. And yeah. yeah. Moves on to the next scene. It's like they they storyboarded it and it was really good. But they didn't think about the the parts between the storyboards right. or like the the things that people would or say. Or they wrote like a four hour script and then had to cut well, and two it, and a half hours out of it. Or they, or they wrote a, <laughs> a sixty minute script and like, oh yeah. shit, we got to do more. Maybe it was originally supposed to be like an HBO show or something, and there was like a twelve yeah. one hour episodes. True, and they it's, had to it's cut supposed to be down. true RoboCop. Yeah. True RoboCop. <laughs> Robo Detective. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, RoboCop Land. It's actually it's, yeah. it's actually going to have uh, McConaughey as RoboCop. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> and in the first, yeah. And the first one, going, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> all right, all right. One in the in the original one, drive Lincoln. His origin ties into the end. Yeah, and this one it doesn't really. Am I wrong? Like, nope. He finds his Not murderer. His murderer, you know, was in bed with a couple crooked cops. Mm-hmm. He confronts them, and then the key to something completely different. Yeah, which I guess is. Fine. I mean, it's a his murderer didn't even directly what, murder him, yeah. which was no another big lit down. And they because like, he does, he confronts them, he finds Valen, and he's got all they got all these guys, and they all have like 50 cal uh machine guns, only they don't because a lot of them have like submachine guns that only yeah. shoot like you know nine millimeter. Yeah, weapons. No, like, <laughs> yeah, like he emerges they're not from all that lugging fine. around 80 yeah. pound 50 cal machine guns. Yeah, they, like in the first one, they have that that, that rifle that shoots. <laughs> like uh, just it's shoots a explosions, right? Yeah, shoots, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they blow up his uh, his SUX five thousand. Yeah, and uh, you know that like that's another thing. It's 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 just super violence for no reason in the first one, right? Just to just to be like just to make fun of super violent movies. Yeah, yeah. and in this one, it's um, there's a lot of machine guns. It's just it's super violence for the sake of just being violent. Yeah, it's destructive, but it's not even really that violent. No, it's just like, it's PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah. It's, this RoboCop should not be PG thirteen, but no. it's, that was obviously a, a, a choice that they made to get as many asses in the seats as yeah. they could, which wasn't really that many. No, I mean it did all. It, it's the mo- it's the the highest grossing RoboCop movie. 
Yeah. Yep. Adjusted for inflation and everything. I didn't do all that fucking legwork. <laughs> yeah. right. You want me to look up the goddamn adjustment for inflation? Well, then, you better you better be able to fill some fucking airtime. I'm gonna do all this, all this, all this googling. Oh, I got nothing. What's happening in this in the so, movie at this point? So eventually, <laughs> so eventually, he tracks down Valen and his guys, and which I think was like an okay nod to the original, where he confronts them in like an empty warehouse. Yeah, because the first one, everyone in Detroit owns an empty warehouse. <laughs> well, Detroit is almost entirely made yeah. up of empty warehouses, and just, um, just like now. Yeah. So he gets there, and they. Despite it not being a, a port city or... Um... <laughs> they And they turn out the lights. Like, what do you think is going to... That's not going to do RoboCop. anything to a RoboCop. He wins. Yeah. Um, and I think I talked to Kevin about this. Um, so then they have the firefight. It's it's in RoboCop's heat vision, which... Or, no, it's in RoboCop, or is it the bad guy's night vision? Which isn't real night vision. Right. It's like it's... black and white. It's like super awesome looking night yeah. vision. And then there's um the you know muzzle flashes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did they instead of, I wonder if they did that instead of having to choreograph this whole scene, did they just animate the whole thing? You know, I think they probably did. Yeah. Uh I don't remember noticing what they did in that scene. Like if it was, I suppose you could probably watch it carefully, but then you'd have to watch it again. Yeah, it's one of those things where and it it seems to kinda of happen a lot nowadays where it's a very dark action scene, so they can get away with being lazy with it. Yeah. But making it seem quick and exciting, and it's not. No. Okay. Adjusted for infl- for ticket price inflation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Robocop is at 100... This is de- I'm assuming this is domestic. All right. Yeah, I don't care about foreign. Um, mm-hmm. The unadjusted gross... Original Robocop? Original Robocop would have been... Adjusted would have been $113 million mm-hmm. in change. And this one would have been $61 million. Oh. So this one, so original RoboCop did much better, but this also made a lot of money uh, overseas. In fact, well, overseas, it was a, a, this one grossed 242 total in today's dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 184 was overseas. What would this one have made in 1987 dollars? I don't, you fucking <laughs> son of a bitch. Think, Hold on. I, no, I think it's, I think it's okay. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gotta, okay. So I got to, Deflated dollars. <laughs> um, little Patriots joke. So in 60, there for you. 61, <laughs> 61 million really isn't that much. Not for a, a, for a new. Not a domestic. Not domestically, and also I think it, well, it's tough because nowadays we have where every time a mar- all the big movies are superhero movies that make a billion fucking dollars. So yeah. if something makes you know two hundred forty two million, but it, it, the the box. Uh, You'll have to think there there are more theaters now. Yeah, high um, and the prices. You know, it's ten dollars a ticket. And just more people too, yeah. Well, the uh, right. Well, there's more theaters, and more people, but that movie still made less. Well, even based <laughs> it, it, it only it cost a hundred or I think it was a hundred or hundred and twenty million dollars to make. So it it made over a hundred million dollars. So not bad. But I think they were. I think they probably were hoping for like a you know seven hundred million dollar movie. Right. Um. But the problem is, is that they they made a RoboCop movie that wasn't really RoboCop. Plus this, I imagine like home video and. Uh, TV licenses and stuff are way higher on the first movie. You know what's crazy? This, this one's going to be on, on FX in six months. Yeah. Just wait. You know I don't even know if FX is going to touch this one. The crazy they have thing, the movies, though. They, do, they have all the movies. Uh, the crazy thing about this one, like the original RoboCop, and Chris, you and you, you probably remember this. I'm sure James doesn't because he's only like 16 years old. Um, RoboCop was a cartoon. 
Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the media franchise that became RoboCop is crazy. Yeah, it, it, it was it, a kids' it, cartoon. It was it had a kids' cartoon that was like Robo like. RoboCop. I used to have to get up at five thirty in the morning uh-huh. to watch it because it was way too early. I had a RoboCop lunchbox and thermos. Me too. And like, I had the toys and all that stuff. Like fucking, this is way before I could watch the movie. The eighties. Like, this man. was a movie that even my parents wouldn't let me watch until I was older. Oh yeah, and you, that was when your parents were letting you watch like Felix the Cat or Fritz the Cat. I could, or yeah, was. I could watch like almost anything I want, but RoboCop was like. Oh, okay, Chris could watch man. Debbie Does Dallas yeah. two, but not three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's also uh, that the, was uh, that's the next sequel. We're my doing. <laughs> my favorite was the the Chinese counterfeit toy mm-hmm. that was called that was just it just <laughs> said Robert Cop. <laughs> it was, it was RoboCop the, toy in the, the package of the but for some reason the Robert, title said Robert Cop. Yeah, I like that, that. nice. And Eng- there was also English Robert fail. Robert Cop three. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Um, I, I really want to have one of those. They, they show up on eBay for like a couple hundred dollars a piece. So. Just a couple hundred dollars, yeah. Just for, for just for, for Robert the, for Robert. I, Cop. You know, would you would you buy that for a dollar? For a dollar, I would. I would definitely buy that for a dollar. I would too. I think it's a. I think it's a deal for yeah. Robert for Robert Cop. Robert Cop toy. That would, that's worth a lot. <laughs> last last name's Cop. Robert <laughs> yeah. Cop. Robert Cop. Um. So what the fuck? Okay, um, I don't know the, what time it is, but we just finished the where you got Valen, the uh, Richie Valens. Wait, okay, how yeah. how long are we into this into this podcast right now? About an hour. What's, do you want to take a pee pee break? Yeah, yeah I'll take, take, a, a, take a break. Welcome back. Less than our sequel too. <laughs> um, this show brought to you by Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. I need to see the can so I can do the. Sh- I can do it. Let me see. Finish chugging it. Let me see it. Shipyard Pumpkinhead Ale. It comes a lot. It comes once a year on its birthday. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess this is because we're in. We're almost in Feb. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's February. Yeah. In an hour, it will be February. February. At Subway. <laughs> Five dollar Februarys. So uh James, you're able to find this down at the store. How much was this six pack? Um, with tax and deposits, five oh four. Not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean these are cans, pretty, but pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Um, I got cans for the E's. You could have gotten a, a glass. You could have gotten the twelve pack for eight bucks or nine yeah. bucks. That's pretty, and that's in bottles. But then friend. I would have, would have drank them all, and you guys would have had to just like watch me for a couple hours until I could sober up and well, drive home. Oh no, because we would have had to do a couple more movies before before we before I came here. I actually uh, I'm making a chili for the Super Bowl tomorrow for the mm. Super Bowl party mm. I'm going to. Um, Award winning third place in my departmental chili yeah. cookoff. Earlier. Excellent. Um, Out of four. No, there were like six. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I beat I, I beat three people. Nice. And if anybody else was came in, I would beat them too. Um, it was a big popularity contest. You know, there's a lot of politics in those chili oh, cookoffs. Yeah. I won most creative a couple of years ago. Because it was with my chili. It was chicken noodle soup. No, it was a turkey <laughs> pumpkin chili. Oh, ooh, oh. that sounds pretty good. That sounds disgusting. Well, uh, I was going to say you don't you can drink and drive because the guy in front of me at the store told the cashier that. He said, 
I'm not gonna lie, I'm fucked up right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't and, hear that. And uh, he he was obviously drunk because he then proceeded. The the kid said that he was a Giants fan, but he'll root for the Patriots tomorrow. And he looked at him and he's like, "Fucking Giants fan." Yeah, I used I um I used to work at a convenience store, and it was the policy of the store that if somebody came in and they were obviously drunk and they went to drive, you had to call the cops. Did you, did you call the cops on people? Once or twice. Did you just let them yeah. go? Did you just let them go because you're like, I don't know. Sometimes gonna... I let them go, but if they were like really just like making me uncomfortable or something, then I'd no. just be like, fuck that guy, and then I'd call the cops. <laughs> if they ever leaned into your ear and whispered, dark-haired men sit on guys' faces. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a yeah. cop call right yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> Oh, listen to the previous episode to catch up on that one. <laughs> there's um, a lot of inside jokes just running through. So. Yeah, if there's something that yeah. you th- that you don't think is funny in this, it's because it's an inside joke. Yeah, obviously, because all of our jokes are funny. Peeling back the curtain a little bit, you know, showing you how we make the sausage. A spread inside those, baseball. Spread those. Pa- spread we'll, those pink we'll curtains. Record a couple at a time, so sometimes I don't care, and I'll reference the previous movie. <laughs> Sometimes we reference or the next movie. I don't care. We reference so. we reference things that we've talked about that aren't gonna be aired because they're too shitty. Like the first yeah. things that we did. Oh yeah. Maybe they'll, maybe we'll package that for a special episode. Besides, at some point. yeah. If you want to be really bored, we'll put those out for you. <laughs> if you're trying to go to sleep, that might be a good thing to put on. Yeah. Even our best things, you probably don't want to listen to. <laughs> I'm so, if you've made it this far, I'm impressed. I applaud you. Um. So we uh. We've gotten to the point now where Alex has has killed the guy who was responsible for his near death, um, effectively solving his own murder, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't solve it; he just kills everybody. Yeah. Um, then he goes and he finds out that um, cops in his precinct have, were, were working with him. Um, there's a black cop and a white cop, which is not a twist because they've been telling us we see them at the, the beginning. Whole movie, we see, this yeah. Is yeah. So they. Uh, he goes to the precinct, and I kind of like this scene because he goes in, he questions the two cops. The the black cop tries to make a move to, for his gun on him. Alex just casually shoots him, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, you know, Robocop's yeah. taking care of business. He's not taking shit. And this is they for missed once. a perfect opportunity for the theme song. I was, I just, I want, they played the, the new one that was just some type of generic, like, modern action theme mm-hmm. yeah. when they could have played that badass fucking theme every time RoboCop did anything cool. Yeah. RoboCop jumps down and he catches that murderer at the, uh, at the, his little coronation meeting there. Dun, 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 bah, 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 bah. <laughs> like, I know it's a, a reboot, so they want it, their own identity a little bit, but it's really like, that's a great theme. It would be like the new star Wars, not using like the original. Theme. No, not using John Williams. Yeah. It's it's probably the the oh, the then the theme that's not John Williams that I like the most. Yeah. If I could walk around all day and only have a theme, it would be the RoboCop theme. Yeah. Just that theme. section of it. Um so he he finds out from the from those cops that his like captain is dirty. Mhm. And he almost ices her. He's about to almost. shoot her yeah. and then he and then he gets shut down. Yeah. Cuz RoboCop is just he doesn't give a fuck. He's just taking people out. Yeah. Um, so Jackie Haley shuts him down remotely. Mm-hmm. And it, I, in the meantime, Michael Keaton is given, given Rorschach, uh, like the ability to control. He's, he's, he's monitoring RoboCop. RoboCop. The Tin yeah. Man. The Tin Man. So they, uh, they, they bring, 
they bring Alex in and they stick him into his little docking bay to charge. <laughs> He's got a low battery, so they have to plug him in overnight. Yeah. Docking bay is also an AM FM receiver, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's got an alarm clock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's got uh, Bose speakers. Yep. It used to charge him at the same time, but then there was a firmware update that stopped working. Yeah, yeah his his iOS like it just doesn't isn't compatible anymore. Yeah, he's on seven or something. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's all right because his weather his weather uh, icon is pretty cool now. Like, it actually shows <laughs> yeah, the weather so on it. Yeah, it's good yeah. animation stuff. It's awesome. Um, so they uh, get uh, this is when I start to kind of this movie kind of really farts. Right, right out for me because it's kind of you don't know why things are happening, and it's like they they wrote the the first part of the movie and they had an idea, and now they're just trying to wrap everything up. Because Mike Michael Keaton sends our, uh, the army, yeah, the Omnicorp army, I guess, yeah. like Blackwater Ops or something like that, after to go kill RoboCop and all the all the scientists, I guess. Um, yeah, the, and it's just a a lot of motivate like any motivation. Or any reasoning in this movie is really imperceptible. It's hard to figure out why they're doing why. Like we know Omnicore wants, um, you know, the drones and stuff to be used on the U.S. Um, but at this point, but I feel like they could, like, yeah, they could have gotten into more of them, like generate. You know, they're making money with with these drones, so they're trying to. Again, I maybe it would have been too much like the first one, but. If he was somehow in bed with Valen or something, mm-hmm. generating you know strife and stuff in Detroit, you know, which would make them want to use the robot, oh, so mean, he makes more money. Exactly like the first movie, but it's a, yeah, it's, and it would have worked because it's classic. It's a strong, it's a strong. Um, but at this scenario. point, they're really just grasping for a reason for RoboCop to want to take down. Michael Batman Ke- Michael at Keaton. this point. Robocop versus Batman yeah. is a dream that I've had many a night <laughs> yeah. Yeah. since I was a child. So they really needed to take it. Turned so into a nightmare. <laughs> they have Michael Keaton. It got a little too sexy. Yeah. They have Michael Keaton try to take Robocop out and and then they have him uh, basically get his wife and kid as hostages in this really sort of convoluted yeah, way. Yeah, they, f- they kind of like she can't see him because he is. Uh, Michael Keaton has told everybody that Alex Murphy's dead because he assumes that his his Blackwater ops have killed right. RoboCop. They say that like the his brain and oh uh, the computer is dead took over. And now it's just the robot. Yeah. So, um, which Dr. Jim is a story that doesn't hold up at all and takes no time in the yeah. movie to be instantly disproven. It was really just a waste of time. Doctor Jim Gordon lets RoboCop out of the docking station mm-hmm. um, once his batteries like he does like a, a yeah. quick charge. Um, RoboCop kills the the bad guys who came there, and then RoboCop's ready to take out Michael Keaton. So he shows up at Omnicorp, and there's a bunch of Ed 209s out front, and some of the droids that look like people. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some C three POs out front. Yeah. Um. He takes those guys out. He takes out the Ed 209s, but in the process, he has to shoot his own arm off, which I yeah. thought was badass. And I did like that. Um. And I don't know if they intended it to or not. Um, to take out the Ed 209s, like he uses one against the other. Yeah. yeah. Which is similar to the first one where he, you know, in the first one he points its gun arm at its other arm yeah. to shoot it off, which um, is kind of a like a classic hero move. Um, Redirecting the attacker. So, yeah, this, or it sounds ridiculous, but like um, all I can think of was 
uh, Hercules has to use the lion's claws against it to cut its hide. Yep. Like, that kind of stuff. It's, so, a, it's a classic, it's yeah. classical myth stuff. Yeah. Robocop is the myth. Like, <laughs> in 2,000 years, people will be digging up Robocop. And <laughs> this, these, this was the god of the American people. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> the ancient people known as if Americans that's what we worship leave, Robocop. Yeah. If that's what we leave the future, I'm okay with that. Um, so he gets up to the roof. Yep. And um, uh, Michael Keaton has has called a helicopter to come save him, mm-hmm. uh, which is like this arbitrary like time limit that they set on RoboCop to get up there. Yeah, he needs he needs to hurry his ass up. Oh, this is you also missed the uh, Jackie Earl Haley. When he takes on Jackie Earl Haley, when he shows up and he sh- and he he shoots RoboCop with the taser. Oh yeah, yeah. And shuts RoboCop down, and you think that oh, this guy is not like RoboCop from day one. He's about to fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you know what? Lewis shows up, he shoots Jackie Earl Haley. Yep. Uh, and then the other guy, he the uh, Jackie Earl Haley is a henchman. He and Lewis shoot each other. Lewis kills the henchman. Lewis gets wounded, and they kind of do a a nod to the end of the first RoboCop mm-hmm. when she's all fucked up, and he he tells her. They'll fix you. They fix everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know, that actually says something. Like, that has uh, about, yeah. like, oh, they, they'll fix everything. Blah, blah, and, blah. They, and then him and Lewis kiss gently. <laughs> and he goes on. His robo-penis comes out. Yeah, to meet his boring wife when he could have Lewis. The little middle <laughs> finger spike, phallic spike thing Well, he, uh, in this one, he just looks at him and goes, you, it's okay, Lewis. It's non-fatal. And then he's like, all right, go do what you got to do. And he goes off and... Yeah. Okay, whatever. RoboCop's on the move again. He gets to the roof. Uh, Michael Keaton basically tells him... He tells him some kind of lie. What does he say? Like, before he takes his family hostage, he says something to RoboCop. Uh... <laughs> there, there you go. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. And, be, and then Directive 4 comes up. Oh, yeah. But there's no foreshadowing for Directive 4, nope. so... Like in the first movie, Directive 4, for those of you who haven't seen now the Robocop, P.S. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, Directive 4, he can't arrest a uh, a, a board member of, yeah. of Omnicorp. Right. Well, and early in the movie when like Robocop, you know, boots up for the first time, you see a lot of stuff through his vision and he's got like computer screens. He's got three directives. It's like red, di- oh, in the first one. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know. Classified or whatever. Yeah. Be nice. Protect the law, do whatever, and then there's Directive Four is classified. So, you know, you, there's kind of a bit of a mystery mm. to it. And in this one, it's like it's an unexplained, just like twist we throw out there. Oh, you can't shoot me because I'm your boss. What happens to Jackie Earl Haley? He says he programmed it in because he's a red. Okay, yeah, but it's like, it's like red, red directive. Well, they they do red. Um, red they explain yeah, okay, that. I, yeah, I guess so. But it but it happens right before it happens with Michael yeah. Keaton. So no, it's not they like, actually explain that at the beginning with the red. The, the red yeah uh, they do in red the Borsa. red asset yeah, yeah red asset yeah red asset they give it to the film crew at the beginning to make sure that nothing oh, happens to them oh yeah yeah so I guess you're right so when Michael he's up I, Michael Keaton's got the wristband with the red light on yeah. it it's like you can't kill me because I'm a red asset but the thing but except they do that twice in a row right yeah. at the end which is well stupid. then he should have done something more like instead of just like so then Robocop just overpowers it with love and <laughs> yeah shoots the Keats. He should have done something more like... <laughs> James Keats? Or... Yeah. He should have done... He should have Michael had like Keaton, the hand Michael spike. Dad Physique Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> he should have had the hand spike or something at the end Michael Keaton. Jack well, Frost He should Keaton. have done something more... Yeah, like... So he's the robot. He can he can calculate all this stuff. 
but he should have used the human the human side and been more creative and shoot the fucking helicopter that's coming. And he points the gun and the helicopter flies away. Yeah. yeah. He's like, get out of here. But if he had, yeah, so if he had pointed at it and shot it and brings it down on the Keats. That's dope. Yeah, that yeah. would have worked better. Ricochet. Oh, so this is the dead or alive, you're coming with me. Yeah. Callback that he does too, yeah. which doesn't make any sense because he's not he, trying to arrest him at this and point. He's never, he's just... <laughs> and he's never said that in in this movie, whereas right. in the first one, Alex Murphy says, he says it to Clarence, Bo- uh, to Boddicker. Right. Or no, he says it to, to um, Emil. Yeah, well, the guy, like, the, guy the, who turn, the guy who turns into a, a toxic waste water balloon oh, and blows right, up. Right, oh, right, at the beginning. Thin mohawk? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, what was, there, yeah. There's Pencil Thin Mohawk and Chris Tucker Laugh are the two main henchmen. <laughs> oh, you mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you ta- are you talking about um, thinning hair Eddie Munster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that it, it, and then he's, Robocop says it to that guy again in the first movie. Right. When he's not Alex Murphy's RoboCop, and then that's how the guy's like, "We killed you," and then that's what leads him on to on his like discovery of Alex Murphy again. In this one, he just says it as like a BA line to say, "Yeah," and and I don't know. And then and then he he shoots the Keats, mm-hmm. and then at the end they kind of fix him back up and they give him back the silver and black RoboCop outfit, mm-hmm. and then he's just like back to being RoboCop. And then they end with, uh, I fought the law and the law won. Yeah, so the Clash, the Clash come in and the credits roll. The hot sun. Ow! Which is, is my favorite part of the whole movie. Really. Yeah, the Clash song over, comes and on the and the credits. Yeah. So it's a double win right it was, there. It was just, it came, that song came out of fucking nowhere. And I was like, this is a perfect time to play the best theme song There's just been that anybody's like, yeah. ever written. Yeah. But, nope. Yeah. <sighs> If you stay midway through the credits, it boots up the theme song. Does again. it? Yeah. You 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 stayed that long? In the, as um, soon as I saw the credits, I hit exit, exit, exit. Well, exit. I got up. I got up to um, I think to go to bed or something. So I was just picking stuff up, but hadn't turned the TV off, and then it it popped on. Yeah. Why is this movie? Why they bother using the name RoboCop? They could have made it like you said. They could have made it. They could have said you know Cyber SWAT. Yeah, Cyber SWAT or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. Like, so that's the Pepsi of the of the Coca Cola RoboCop, um, or it could have been the six million dollar Marin man, basically like yeah. the six million dollar Marin. Yeah, that would <laughs> he does. He really interesting. He comes back the and most boring he do, movie ever. He does yeah. the best podcast ever yeah. and the worst stand in the monotone <laughs> voice. Um, I don't know. I I, I think it could have been a good RoboCop, like RoboCop Four or something like that. Or, you notice at the end of this movie too, they go back to the Novak report or whatever, or the Novak. Yeah, element. yeah. And then Sam Jackson, they he has to drop a motherfucker in this movie. Well, it turns for some reason it's it's almost like a little like Easter egg to the movie about Sam Jackson being in it because then he just turns into like Sam Jackson, Sam Jackson, and just drops the motherfucker, and it's I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, so it's just it's. That movie was like, that part of the movie was like an inside baseball kind of thing. It was just like, well, this is Sam Jackson, so let's just give Sam Jackson the Sam Jackson scene inside, the inside baseball thing? Yeah. Like an inside pitch? Like chin music? No, no, no. Inside baseball, like... like Inside se- the game? Like self-referential. Like behind the scenes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like inside the NBA? It's just an expression. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this okay. of this in the baseball thing. It's, it's, it's like a self-referential... 
like <laughs> meta kind of joke that mm-hmm. the, the movie had to make about itself having Sam, Samuel Jackson yeah. in it. Okay. Like it's almost like they did like, that take and then they weren't going to use it and then they just put it in there because they were like, well, we can't have Samuel Jackson be in this whole movie without... It's like Silence and you know what? It's, it's like PG... being in the dugout, just patting butts. It's PG-13, mm-hmm. so that's Using the some one... Big league, some big league chew. Mm-hmm. The one fucker that they could use in the PG-13, and that's the... Um... No, he doesn't even... They bleep it. Do they? Yeah, he's on TV, so they bleep mother. They bleep the fucker mother and the shit. Mother bleep! Mother beep. I'm sick uh... of this beep! I don't know. I think the no, they don't. They they bleep it. I think the version I watched in it. In it. What version did you watch? Uh, I don't know. One that I acquired. One that you found (laughs) on the on the street. I just found it. I bought it from some Russian guy on the street. No, you just found it was just a it was just a flash drive in the in in the the driveway and then exploded. It was yeah, in a no, bath- there was a bleep. I found a, fla- a flash a drive in a bathroom stall. I'm going to check my version, but did I don't know. Did you tap your foot underneath the, uh, <laughs> the thing? And then someone just dropped the flash drive? That's how you acquire RoboCop. I, have, you do, I have a wide stance. Yeah. I went to the, go to the airport, get in the stall, tap Whatever your foot. Whatever you do, just fast forward to it. Please don't rewatch the whole I'm thing. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm just going to watch the end and see if it's there. Um, we'll update you next time. Yeah, this is some. This was a reboot. Maybe that, there was an unrated cut or something on, yeah, the, the, on home video. It was just unnecessary. It, it didn't need to be made. Um, they could have made a... Because it does have some interesting sci-fi themes. Like, instead of RoboCop, which is the guy... Like, a man... Like, a RoboCop regaining his humanity... You know, he's he turns into he loses it and he regains it. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that happens in that movie. Yeah. In this one, it could have been more of like a, you know, is it a, is it okay to save somebody like this? Because you know they, they could have struggled a lot more with the, do I even want to be alive at this point? Or he could have been slowly losing his humanity as he relied more on the yeah. on the computerized part of himself. But they didn't do that either. There, there's yeah. There's other there's other avenues they could have gone and make this like a really interesting sci-fi piece. Well, actually, if you wanted to make something now that makes sort of the same statement on society that the original RoboCop did, they could have done it like they did, reversed like that, and just had him losing his humanity while while relying on this technology that was built into him. Like that would have said something about now, but they didn't. Or even if they were trying to, they didn't do it enough, and it didn't really come across that way. And this brings us to the segment, which is, how would you have made this movie if you could have rebooted RoboCop? What would you have done? I'll tell you what I would have. I would have liked to have seen this not have been even a RoboCop reboot. I'm going to cheat and say you wait, don't reboot RoboCop. Wait, wait, wait! You can't say that. Shut up. So um, <laughs> this is but, your okay, own so, premise that you're. Well, this w- would have been Robert Cop. This is Robert one. Cop. <laughs> His first name Robert, last name Cop. Yeah. Um, I think that it would have been interesting if they, because they mentioned in the first RoboCop that they want Ed Two Hundred Nine to be like the hot new defense property, like the they're going to use them like overseas yeah. to pacify. I would have liked to seen RoboCop used kind of in that, like they like they use the robots in the first scene, like they send RoboCop out to like. He goes to Afghanistan and like you watch him. He's now he's like an, a a man, a drone. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about drones, which they kind of skate around, but they don't really say anything about it. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like a Universal Soldier. Yeah, kind of like he's a, basically. I would make this like Universal Soldier. <laughs> yeah, and because that's kind of what this is. That's what this movie is. It's yeah, like, that's it's, right. It's less RoboCop and more Universal Soldier. Mm-hmm. But I would have had something like that, and then um, or if you just want to, or have... like Cyborg. Yeah. Side note about Cyborg. Yeah. Um, you get a side note about Cyborg? I do. A Cyborg note? The, the character names in Cyborg are wonderful. Um, 
Oh, uh, this is the one where they're all guitar names. They're, they're all like musical equipment names, like the, um, <laughs> the Zelda Jan. No, no, it's no. The main close. Char- the main character's name is Gibson Rickenbacker. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't someone else like Fender or something or other? There's there's a ton of them. I'd have to I'd have to. Someone else is like Pick database. His name is Pick. There are weird like Vox, something Natty, <laughs> something like that. It's really someone's bad. last name. Someone's Bono name is Vox. Someone's name is Roland. <laughs> There is. Um, I could look <laughs> it up, but I'm move. not going to. Hi, my name. My name is John Telecaster. <laughs> but anyway, the the Kevin Hardison RoboCop reboot would be would Universal be Universal Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would just do. I wouldn't. I would do a Universal Soldier reboot instead of a RoboCop reboot. All right. Um, I think I would have. I would have a RoboCop reboot. Maybe not strictly a reboot. Maybe. Sort of like a sequel, so I have a different character as the main character, a different person. Alex Murphy is a woman. Could be a woman, and then they volunteer for the for the sort of the RoboCop like treatment. So they're um, not, they're a perfectly healthy person, and then they say, right. "Cut me up and turn me into a RoboCop." Exactly. So, which you know, it's sort of like when I was a little kid, I thought RoboCop was super cool. Like I wanted to be RoboCop. No, you don't. Part Ro- No, I don't want to now. Don't but, be RoboCop. But like you know, have like robot parts and stuff. So what if somebody voluntarily did that robot penis? So they were still themselves, but then they were relying more and more on it, and they became less human as the time went by. I changed my vote. I would actually make this a I, instead of making a reboot, I would make a porn parody called Bono Cock. No, Robocock. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that already has happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that would be mine. It would be it would be losing your humanity and slowly instead of gaining it back slowly. To you would that's make this an, would uh, like an REM song, pretty much. Yeah, that's me in the corner losing my humanity. <laughs> I kind of like I I like the idea of that a little. Um, I think I would do, especially when it's like what you know what they're doing to keep you alive, and is it worth it? Um, I think if you're gonna have someone volunteer for it. Make it some guy who's like sixty-five, yeah, a man or woman, mm-hmm. sixty-five. They're about to be forced off, right? Like you got to retirement. And it's like <laughs> to, to extend your life. You know, is it worth it? And that way, that's why I like a little bit about the um, um, the Marvel universe stuff is like in the in the comics and stuff. Everyone's perpetually like young and amazing and. Spider Man's so, amazing. Yeah, and so in this, and so in, in the movies, they get to play with the ages a little bit. You know, the Ant Man coming up, where there's an older Ant Man passing it on, and you know, the legacy and some of the different ages. And that's what I liked about, um, you know, like Breaking Bad, where you have a man who's just turned fifty and he's trying to figure out what he's done with his life. So you have a cop who's like on the t- on, you know, like it's retire in two weeks, or or you can do RoboCop if you want to keep going and. You know, mm. and maybe enter mm. into that and see. You mm. know, do you have a legacy to leave behind? Mm. Is it worth it for what you're giving up? And mm. then, I don't know. Mm. I like it. I'll tell you what we do is we, and that way you can have Mike Airman Trout be we Robocop. Have, we ah. have, we have. Uh, what we do is you reboot Robocop while making a sequel to Lethal Weapon. Murtaugh has Murtaugh two cop. Murtaugh cop. Murtaugh only has two weeks. Alex Murtaugh? Alex Murtaugh. (laughs) Murtaugh's got two weeks to retirement. He's, he's, they get him, they, they try to blow him up on the toilet. This time they get him. Uh, (laughs) And then 
the only way that he's going to survive is if they make him into Murtaugh cop. Yeah, so he pulls the he pulls the gun out of his thigh holster and he's like, "I'm getting too old for this <laughs> shit." Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, and he and Riggs have to have to solve the murder of Alex Mur- of Alex Murtaugh. You know the problem with that is that no one is going to put Mel Gibson in a movie. <laughs> you just recast it. Okay. Young Riggs. Okay, Young Riggs. It's a Robo- reboot Tom of Lethal Weapon. Reboot Lethal Weapon and Robocop. You're saying reboot. It's Lethal Cop. You want to reboot. Le- Robo Weapon. You want to yeah. reboot so Lethal Weapon 2. So it's Omar. <laughs> so it's Omar as oh, Murtaugh. Oh, oh, and Tom Hardy as. Uh, as Riggs? Yeah. Oh, that'd oh, be good. Because he's already, he's already uh, Mad Max. Yeah. Why not just give him yeah. all of Mel Gibson's roles? And they could call it Lethal Weapon 2. The new Brave- this is the reboot of Lethal see, Weapon 2. I want to see. Like T-O-O. T O O. There you go. This this goes back to an episode that we just did. Um, Tom Hardy in a Braveheart reboot. Braveheart was a Highlander. Mm. So when they when Braveheart they, can oh, just be Connor McLeod. When they cut him up, when they cut him up, and then he's and then that's he's not. And they cut his head off. Didn't cut his head off. Nope. Someone. Uh, someone they stopped short. The Irishman threw a knife up. <laughs> knocks the knocks the thing right out of the air. Connor jump. Connor. <laughs> Connor, Connor Wallace jumps up, runs off with his Puts guts. Puts his guts back sticks in. Sticks stuff solid as hell and tests his back in. Nice. Runs up, and then he just goes on through the years. Beheads Richard the Lionheart. Yep. He, goes he through fi- a quickening. He fi- yeah, he finds he finds his effeminate son, who is really a, a homophobic character, chops him up, bangs his wife again, just keeps making just to make sure just making more Highlander babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Highlanders and, can't make babies. In this Highlander, they can make <laughs> okay. babies. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the Highlanders have like they only need they only need they they only need one sperm. Oh. <laughs> they every time it's just everyone one, else needs millions. Every, ta- every time, yeah, they, he's only he's got like ten sperm in there, and every time one comes out, <laughs> just one, just one. But it's it's bigger though. <laughs> it's, it's, it's huge. It's and the it, size of a ta- of a jalapeno it, pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full size tadpole. So, <laughs> so when the and, when, and the fetus gestation period is about fourteen days, and the baby comes out and it's thirteen years old. Yeah, <laughs> it's a ponytail. <laughs> every day, every every day in the womb, he grows a year. So after fourteen days, it comes out. He's already angsty. <laughs> the mother dies. It just grows out of the mother. Full it's size. The- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it like it just bursts, takes over inside and bursts out like a snake shedding yeah. his shit. Sheds, sheds his mom sheds like a snake. So he's, <laughs> so he's angsty, but he's old enough to also use equipment. So, I mean, he can you can you can make him mow the lawn for you right away. He's there's, been trained. There's no there. like feeding and changing diapers and stuff. Nope, like nope. he's he's labor already. Nice. That's That'd good. Be, that would be good. Um. So there's uh, there's actually uh, a, a that's a good back. reboot. Yeah, I like this. Tom Hardy is is Connor Wallace, William McLeod. He's William. He's William McLeod. I'm not oh, sure. He has to do a French accent. I'm being... not sure about Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is is Braveheart. Uh, Baneheart. <laughs> Baneheart. <laughs> I see the hand coming over the mouth. What are you gonna do? What is he, what's I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of Braveheart lines. <laughs> Prima Nocter. <laughs> Wait, that was Connery. <laughs> sure, sure, you. you know what happens on Prima Nocter? You have to shit on my face. <laughs> shit, shit all over my face. You don't know which word I'm saying. <laughs> 
Um, so anything else to say about RoboCop? No. Like, would you bother? I'd say, you, yeah. You yeah. know what? It's it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. If you're if you can watch it for free, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Um, I think if it's on Netflix, it's it's a perfect watch. When I wouldn't it comes spend on FX in a year. It's don't, fine. Don't spend money. Um, I, I think don't. Maybe don't bother. Maybe I think you could red box it maybe and spend a buck. Nah. That'd be that'd be maximum. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see it in the theater. I just watched it yep. on Thursday and yep. like if I hadn't I You're not missing my anything. Life would be the same. You're not missing anything. Um everybody I mean, just go watch the first one again. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I cannot I cannot stress enough. Everyone should watch the first movie. Many over times. and over. Many times. Even yeah. even RoboCop 2 is better than this movie. Robo 2's got some good stuff. Robocop in it. 3 is not great. Uh, That's when he flies, right? Yeah. He has wings. Yep. Um, and Was it a Robo flop? It was a <laughs> Robo flop, but it does have the allow me scum. It was just it. Robo schlock. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to a standard sequel to. But first. Let me just tell special you all about a special event oh, that's coming up. Coming up next month. Less special than event. Less Seagull 2. Less than a <laughs> Seagull 2. We're going to be doing a month of Steven Seagal movies. So we're going to be putting some sequels on the hold. We will be doing Under Siege 1 and 2 in one episode, but there will be a lot of other special episodes we'll be doing. Because as we all know, like March, Seagal was in like a lion. Out like a lamb. In a kimono. In a kimono. In a kimono. Thanks, everybody. 